1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Kirstie Alley is dead. We have the story. This is runoff election day in Georgia. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A student has been arrested after using a stun gun on a Wichita school employee. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Low clouds will stick around Wichita and south-central Kansas for much of today, but rain chances are on the way. We'll talk about when we can expect that here in just a few minutes. Wichita native Kirstie Alley has died of cancer at age 71. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports Alley had conservative views in what's considered by many to be a liberal career field, but she's getting tributes from all sides. She is being remembered by fans and former co-stars for her larger-than-life personality. With her Look Who's Talking co-star John Travolta sharing this touching tribute, Kirstie was one of the most special relationships I've ever had. I love you, Kirstie. I know we will see each other again. And regardless of her strong political views, Hollywood is choosing to remember her as a, quote, beautiful mama bear, like Jamie Lee Curtis, who posted... We agreed to disagree about some things, but had a mutual respect and connection. Allie was a graduate of Wichita Southeast High School. Kirstie Alley, dead at the age of 71. It's election day in Georgia. The final race of the 2022 midterms. Two Senate candidates pushed campaigning right up to the end. Heading into today, Republicans estimated Herschel Walker would have to win some 60 percent of day of voting in order to win. Early voting ended Friday with 1.8 million ballots cast. More women than men participated in early voting, and most votes came from those in their 60s and 70s. The Democratic incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock told college students at Georgia Tech on Monday to show up if they hadn't already. Vote like health care depends on it. Vote like a woman's right to choose depends on it because it does. You ought to vote like it's an emergency. Walker, who was out campaigning Monday as well, was joined at an event Sunday by Republican Senators John Kennedy and Tim Scott. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A Wichita teenager has been arrested after using a stun gun on a school employee. Police say it happened Monday morning during drop-off time at Woodman Elementary School, 2500 South Hiram in Wichita. A 13-year-old was arguing with her mother and a school employee attempted to intervene. The employee was trying to calm down a heated argument, and that's when the teen used a stun gun device to shock the employee. Officers later arrested the girl. The employee was not identified but received scratches and did not need medical care. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita Wind Surge says they have entered into an agreement to sell the baseball team to another ownership group. The deal is with Diamond Baseball Holdings, which owns and operates several other minor league teams. Wichita will remain an affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. Transaction is set to be completed before the end of the year. Today's Wichita City Council meeting will be a busy one. 17 new items on the agenda. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News, Textron Aviation is asking for more than a half billion dollars in industrial revenue bonds. We're working with Textron. Uh, hopefully we'll approve an IRB uh, that's going to allow them to invest money back into their equipment. And it's projected potential uh, will add about 500 jobs over the next five years uh, over at Textron. So that's a real big deal. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A FedEx driver is now facing charges in the abduction and killing of a seven-year-old girl. 
who went missing last week north of Dallas, Texas. Fox's Laura Engel reports. The devastating end to the search for seven-year-old Athena Strand has left a family and community in shock and disbelief. There are so many questions as to a motive after a contracted FedEx delivery driver, who according to police did not know the little girl or family, confessed to the crime. 31-year-old Tanner Horner has been arrested on kidnapping and murder charges following his confession. Police say there is digital and forensic evidence showing that the seven-year-old had stepped off a school bus in Paradise, Texas, just after 4 p.m. last Wednesday. The same time, a FedEx driver made a delivery in front of the house. And two and a half hours later, her family called 911 to report her missing. Horner is held on a million and a half dollars bond. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. Well, men's basketball action tonight up in Manhattan for the Wildcats. We'll talk about that, preview that coming up in sports. Help Wanted sign out for Sedgwick County Election Commissioner job. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock. The Kansas Secretary of State's office is now accepting application for Sedgwick County Election Commissioner. Deadline is January 13th at 5 p.m. Angela Candillo resigned last week citing personal reasons. The federal government wants the maximum prison sentence for a man convicted in a plot to kidnap Michigan's governor. Federal prosecutors telling a judge a life sentence for Adam Fox, a convicted ringleader of a thwarted 2020 plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, is sufficient. Explaining in a memorandum released a week before his sentencing, Fox was angered by the state's pandemic restrictions and a maximum penalty could help deter anti-government militia extremism. Prosecutors detail evidence that Fox's strategy included blowing up a bridge to slow down a police response to an abduction from Whitmer's Elk Rapids home. Fox and Barry Croft of Delaware convicted of conspiracy to commit kidnapping and to use a weapon of mass destruction. Croft is set to be sentenced on December 28th. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warns the U.S. is suffering from extremely high rates of respiratory disease such as COVID, RSV, and especially the flu. The CDC estimates that since the start of October, there have been nearly 9 million cases of flu and about 4,500 flu-related deaths in the U.S. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said Monday some 78,000 people have packed hospitals in that same time frame. Hospitalizations for flu continue to be the highest we have seen at this time of year in a decade. Even though it may seem late in the season to get a shot, she's urging people to get a flu vaccine as soon as possible. CDC data shows only 26% of U.S. adults have gotten a flu vaccine. Walensky also said she's concerned about recent increases in the number of COVID and RSV patients. Till NATO, Fox News. Uncle Sam is getting stingy with your tax returns. Don't be surprised if your tax refund in 2023 is smaller than you're expecting. This year, nearly three quarters of tax filers were refunded on average about $3,100, up from $2,800 in 2021. But that was then, says the IRS. Now, smaller refunds are likely next year because there were no stimulus payments from the feds in 2022. The agency also says that a pandemic-era exception in 2020 and 21 that allowed individuals taking the standard deduction to claim a tax deduction of up to $300 for cash donations has expired. Karen McHugh, Fox News. 
KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Potential traffic slowdown around this stalled out vehicle, uh, eastbound K96. It's right there at the ramp to Oliver. Uh, traffic volume's getting kind of heavy in that area, so uh, watch for a slowdown there. We've got some slowdown in the road construction, uh, northbound I-235, uh, the ramp to southbound I-135 up there at the north junction, so watch out for that. Traffic update from 98.7. At 1330 KNSS, I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're seeing some low clouds forming across Wichita here this morning. A few breaks in the clouds possible this afternoon, but temperatures run a little bit cooler than yesterday with a high 42. Cloudy overnight, Charlo 34. Then dry weather through most of Wednesday with a high near 50. As low pressure moves in, rain begins late Wednesday night into Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a cloudy sky. We have a north wind at 12 miles per hour and it's 32 degrees. KNSS News Time now 812. 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. Oxford Dictionaries names Goblin Mode its 2022 word of the year. It's actually two words, and Ted and I have no idea what it means. That's why we have Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers oh, with goodness. us this morning, because Tanya knows about this stuff, right, Tanya? <laughs> well, I know about this one. Leave it that way. <laughs> this one, okay. What the heck is goblin mode? What does that mean? It is a term that. Let me give you the the actual definition from the Oxford English Dictionary. It is a type of behavior that is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Um, what does that mean? The, the the best example that I can give you is when you when you go on social media and you see, you know, people with all of their with their you know like living their best lives, right? They're putting their accomplishments forward, they're talking about how they're, you know, doing self care, they're journaling, they're uh, you know, running their marathons, their meal prepping, you know, basically just kind of doing everything better than the rest of us. <laughs> okay. The opposite of that is kind of oh, goblin mode. The, the opposite part we're that. not seeing Yeah, we're not seeing the part where it's 4.30 in the afternoon, and they're on hour eight of binge-watching The Crown, still in their pajamas <laughs> with takeout containers around them. That's, we're not seeing that. That's kind of more of, that's, that's more or less, you know, goblin mode, where you're just like, look, I've had it. I can't, I can't with all of this today. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do, and, you know, that's you know, it. You have, uh, you've addressed the behavioral aspect, but not the attitude, which it seems to me is more like, more like the word obnoxious or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> obnoxious is is i'm not sure i would i really don't know that's a good question like i said it it is unapologetically self-indulgent according yeah. to the definition yeah so you're just like this is it this is all you get today and you know too bad um it, it is definitely a departure from the you know curated things that we see from people you know when they they put their best self forward there online um, that's what we're like, and, and it's a, also a departure in how they chose the word this year. Usually, they just pick a word. Last year's was "vax" for the Oxford English Dictionary. This year's is different because it was uh, they picked three words or three terms, and they told people to vote on them. And Goblin Mode got a whole lot of votes. I think it was, I think part of that was spurred by the gaming community, um, but. You know, it got a landslide of votes. The other two were Metaverse and um, 
I stand with, which was a hashtag I stand with, you know. Uh, but those those two were not, they didn't get nearly the votes that Goblin Met, did. Meta, Metaverse, what did that, a poem? Uh, verse? No, not Metaverse. I don't have a clue. I mean, there's, like I said, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, that's a virtual reality environment uh, where yeah. people interact with each other's avatars, um, you know, kind of like as a, even an extension of the internet. Uh, that's, it's one of the reasons it got a lot of traction was after, of course, Facebook's parent company changed its name to, to Meta. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Like I said, the third place winner was I stand with, which is, you know, people who align their stances on specific events. A lot of that uh, became popular in uh March after Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh, okay. um, there's a lot it. of I yeah. stand with Ukraine stuff. Um, that's that's kind of where those come from. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, thank you for your help, and uh, if, I think I think I know a lot of people who are in that goblin mode. But uh, I'm not gonna, <laughs> there you go. I'm not, not going to name any names, but there you go. Tanya, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, Tanya J. Powers, Oxford Dictionary's name of the year: goblin mode, the word of the year. So basically just how I live. No, Jad, no. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look into it, yeah. No, it's... no, no. Let's take a look at sports now with Ted Woodward. It's 817, Steve and Ted. Yeah, we got uh, college men's basketball to talk about. And the new polls came out yesterday, the weekly polls. Kansas faring pretty well, the defending national champs, moving up three spots in both major polls. KU is now ranked number six in the nation. In both the Associated Press and the coaches' polls, KU is coming off back-to-back wins. They're 8-1 on the season. K-State is getting in at least a few votes in the coaches' poll this week, putting K-State among the top 40 vote-getters in that poll. And speaking of the Wildcats, they play tonight. Kansas State hosting Abilene Christian. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off tonight in Manhattan. Both teams are the Wildcats. Wildcats versus Wildcats. K-State is 7-1 on the season. Abilene Christian is 5-4. FanDuel has K-State as a 12.5-point favorite on home court tonight as these teams meet for the first time in 38 years. K-State hosting Abilene Christian. That'll be at 7 o'clock tonight up in Manhattan. We will talk pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Chiefs are getting ready for a road game at Denver Sunday afternoon. Of course, you can hear that game right here on KNSS. Chiefs coming off that loss at Cincinnati on Sunday. Trying to get back in the win column in Denver on Sunday. Once again, the Chiefs Kingdom Show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. We had Monday night football action last night right here on KNSS. As the first place Tampa Bay Buccaneers were hosting the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay did nothing for about 57 minutes. But when you've got Tom Brady at quarterback... Never give up until there's zeros on the clock. They're now at the six of New Orleans. Eight seconds to go, down by six. Brady in the gun, flanked by the running back, White. Tight end in motion, looks into the nickel. Four-man front, Brady back, cocks his arm, a lot of congestion, throws a pass, caught by the rookie running back at the goal line. Spins, dives, touchdown, Rashad White. Touchdown pass by Brady. They've tied the game. Three seconds to go. With the extra point coming up, the rookie running back Rashad White just caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady. Two touchdowns in the final three minutes. The extra point was good. Buccaneers beat the Saints 17-16. The 44th fourth-quarter comeback win for Tom Brady in his career. 
That's the most in NFL history. Wow. Don't give up on the Buccaneers. They've won three of their last four, and they're in the number four spot right now in the NFC. We'll take a look at pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Los Angeles Clippers go on the road in Charlotte, beat the Hornets 119-117. to Starting at forward for the Clippers, former Kansas Jayhawk Marcus Morris had 12 points and five rebounds. The Clippers are in the number six spot in the Western Conference right now, and they've won three of their last five. And we had a... Great shocker performance on this date. It was 40 years ago on this date. Wichita State women's basketball team beat KU at Levitt Arena 90-68. Teresa Dryling for the Shockers with a career-high 20 rebounds. <laughs> you don't see 20 That's, rebound games no, very often. No, no, no. Teresa Dryling pulled it off 40 years ago on this day for the Shockers. And even more impressive for the Shockers, I'm sure. They were pleased to do that against the Kansas Jayhawks. And that's what you call going to the boards. There you go. That is sports with Stephen Ted. Or as we call it, crashing the boards. Oh, yeah. 821 now, Stephen Ted. And uh, coming up, we've got the Hannity Morning Minute, Twitter and election interference. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning. 32 degrees. Native Wichita Kirstie Alley is dead, the two-time Emmy Award winner, who starred in the 1980s sitcom Cheers and the hit film Look Who's Talking with 71. Her death was announced Monday by her children on social media and confirmed by her manager. The Post said their mother died of cancer that was recently diagnosed. She starred as Rebecca Howe on the NBC sitcom Cheers from 1987 to 1993. She had her own sitcom on the network, Veronica's Closet, from 1997 to 2000. John Travolta, who starred with Allie in two Look Who's Talking films, was among the stars who paid tribute to her online. Allie was a graduate of Wichita Southeast High School. A judge has ruled that a Wichita-area contractor must pay back customers and face fines after the customers complained. District Attorney Mark Bennett says that the customers in Derby hired Brad Newman Contracting for a home improvement project. Bennett says Newman was unlicensed, failed to get the necessary permits, failed to give the customers the right to cancel, and failed to provide a material benefit. As a result, the DA filed suit alleging that Newman violated the Kansas Consumer Protection Act. A judge agreed that Newman violated the KCPA and ordered him to pay restitution, civil penalties, and investigation fees. The judge also ordered that Newman stop any activity violating the KCPA. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Today's Wichita City Council meeting will be a busy one with 17 new items on the agenda. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. Infrastructure, there's a lot on the agenda uh, when it comes to uh, repairing or replacing water mains. Uh, you'll find a few items on there, but overall, we're just trying to avoid any disturbance in the in the future. I mean, it, it's tough to be uh, the mayor uh, during two water boil orders, uh, so we want to make sure uh, that we get ahead of any type of uh, water boil orders in, in the future by changing out pipes that we have determined are, are in critical condition. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stevens Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. The Kansas House of Representatives has a new speaker. State Representative Dan Hawkins of Wichita faced no opposition 
among the 85 GOP House members and members-elect to his promotion during yesterday's leadership elections. He has served for four years as majority leader. Hawkins says his party has some goals for this next session. Our folks uh, have a lot of things that they want to get done. We want uh, some tax relief yet. Uh, We certainly have some things to do on education. To say that there's not going to be any other abortion bills is wrong. You know, everybody's free to bring whatever they want when it comes to bills. Uh, So we'll see those. The next session of the Kansas legislature begins January 9th. Nearly a month out, and whoever killed those four Idaho college students is still on the loose. Fox's Trace Gallagher has an update. Police in Moscow, Idaho, keep insisting the trail has not gone cold as they investigate the murders of four college students. In a press release, police say they're following up on thousands of tips and even detailed an incident they believe may have been the stalker reference that one of the victims, Kaylee Gonsalves, made to friends and family. Police writing in part, quoting here, in mid-October, two males were seen inside a local business. One male appeared to follow Kaylee inside the business, and as she exited to walk toward her car, the male turned away and did not appear he made any contact with her. This is believed to be an isolated incident, and police do not think the two males were involved in the murders. Police also say they do not have a motive. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a cloudy sky here in Wichita early on with temperatures reaching the mid to upper 30s by lunchtime, 42 for the high this afternoon. Cloudy overnight, Tarlow 34, dry and cool on Wednesday with a high near 50, then a chance of rain moving in late Wednesday night through Thursday with a high 55. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now cloudy, 32 degrees, a north wind at 12 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Time for entertainment news. It is The Blur, and here is Ted Woodward. Ted. And, of course, we've been talking this morning about the passing of Wichita native actor Kirstie Alley. Emmy-winning cheer star Kirstie Alley has died. I, Norman Hall. According to a post on Twitter from her children, Kirstie Alley died of cancer that was only recently discovered. The children, Shrew and Killy Parker, said that as iconic as their mother was on screen... She was even more amazing as a mother and grandmother. Allie starred opposite Ted Danson on Cheers as Rebecca Howe. I love the sitcom formula. It's it's the best life an actor can lead. Allie won an Emmy for Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for the role in 1991. She would take a second Emmy for Best Lead Actress in a Miniseries or Television Movie in 1993 for playing the title role in the CBS TV movie David's Mother. Kirstie Alley was 71. I, Norman Hall. That report from the Associated Press, Kirstie Alley, played Rebecca Howe for six seasons on the classic sitcom Cheers. Here's a scene in which she feigns sympathy for Cliff Clavin. Come on, you guys. Why do you have to pick on Cliff all the time? He's a nice man, and if, if he's worried about the side effects of some medication, I think we could, we could be sensitive to his concerns. Well, it's very nasty, Rebecca, but you don't have to come to my defense. No, I want to do this. Why does Cliff always have to be the butt of our stupid jokes? You know, Cliff, I went through a very similar situation myself. Really? Yes, I did. I was taking the exact same medication for a skin problem, and it cleared up beautifully. Hmm. I just hope that puts your mind at ease. Well, it does that, and I I thank you. So, uh, So when did all this happen to you? It was years ago. I was just a little boy at the time. 
Allie was also got her own sitcom, Veronica's Closet, on NBC. Here's a scene in which she gets into an argument with a bimbo over her dead boyfriend. He's still running to me. Oh, I'm sure. I said, gee, look, Alec, a bimbo. Go, run to the bimbo. Run, run. It's not fair. We were married. Oh, please, honey. I've had cramps that lasted longer than your marriage. I loved Alex. Alec. Alec, his name was Alec. We only knew each other for three days and never saw it written down. What we had was real. It was a dance. I would advance and he would retreat. He would advance and I would retreat. We're playing hard to get. I think he won. Of course, later on in her career, Kirstie Alley was on Dancing with the Stars 11 years ago. And she talked about that with Regis and Kelly. I was a huge fan of the show, and they've asked me to do it almost every season. And, mm. you know, it just, the timing wasn't right for me. And then all of a sudden, I, after Christmas, I went, I really want to do this. You know, I, I confided in my friend, John Travolta, and I said, should I do it? He says, no, just act. No, just act. No, just act. And then after Christmas, I said, I want to do this for me. I want to challenge myself, and I want to do something that is hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. And um, this is hard for me to do. And she had fun. I think she had a good time on Dancing with the Stars. Wichita's Kirstie Alley has passed from cancer at the age of 71. A popular Christian singer opens up about her recovery. Amy Grant is speaking about her road to recovery following her bicycle incident that caused a head injury this past July. The Christian singer was one of five recipients of the 45th Kennedy Center Honors and told Fox News Digital she's grateful to be sharing space with fans once again. Grant was back on stage with her frequent stage collaborator, Christian artist Michael W. Smith. I was nervous that first day. Uh, I forgot lyrics to songs that I wrote. But, you know, I'm, I'm just on a healing journey. Over the summer, Graham was riding a bike and hit a pothole, tumbled to the ground. She had a helmet, but she was knocked unconscious for up to 15 minutes and was forced to postpone her fall concert tour. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Oh, Tannenbaum. Pretty expensive. Farmers say you should expect to pay a little more for your tree this year for a number of reasons. In some cases, there aren't enough trees to go around. Fuel and fertilizer prices have gone up, with increasing labor and shipping costs also impacting some growers' bottom lines. The Real Christmas Tree Board has said 71% of growers expect wholesale prices to increase 5 to 15% this year. And a spokesperson for the National Christmas Tree Association says even though prices are higher for now, it hasn't seen evidence of a decline in people buying trees. Lillian Wu, Fox News. The Swifties are fighting back. Bad blood between Swifties and Ticketmaster continues as a group of Taylor Swift's fans take the live entertainment giant to court over issues they had while trying to buy tickets for her heiress tour. The pre-sale for verified fans who registered turned into a nightmare as fans ended up in a virtual queue waiting for up to eight hours to buy tickets. And when they finally got in, ticket prices were in the thousands of dollars range. More than two dozen Swift fans filed a complaint in L.A. County Superior Court against Ticketmaster and parent company Live Nation asserting claims including breach of contract, intentional misrepresentation, fraud, antitrust violations, and unfair competition. Michelle Polino, Fox News. A Sondheim musical performance discovered. This report from the Associated Press. 
That's Stephen Sondheim performing the overture to a musical called Finney's Rainbow that he co-wrote when he was a sophomore at Williams College in 1948. Journalist and author Paul Salcini, who wrote a new book called Sondheim and Me, discovered it among his papers when he finished the book. His theory is that Sondheim ran an acetate recorder during a performance and created his first original cast recording. Salcini will donate the recording to Marquette University. After speaking to Sondheim many times, Salcini says Sondheim would have hated that the music was resurrected, but Salcini's a journalist and this is news. I'm Archie Zaroleta. The country's fan-based pop culture awards arrive. The 2022 People's Choice Awards are finally here. The fan-voted award show will find winners in lists that span 40 categories across TV, movies, music, and pop culture, with Kenan Thompson returning as host of the show that airs at 9 on NBC and E. Among the movies nominated, Top Gun Maverick, is in a dogfight with Elvis, Bullet Train, The Batman, and Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness, among others. While many stars will be gathering in the audience and on stage, including Brad Pitt, Jennifer Lopez, Dwayne Johnson, and Viola Davis, as well as social media stars, Mr. Beast and Emma Chamberlain. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Royal drama buzz over the Duke and Duchess of Sussex receiving a Human Rights Award. And, of course, their Netflix doc... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are set to receive the Ripple of Hope Award from the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Organization during an event in New York City for their work fighting racism. The honor follows the release of a trailer for Harry and Meghan, a Netflix docuseries with a couple detailing their experience in the royal family. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. The first three episodes debut Thursday. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. Actor Alec Baldwin hosting the event. Other honorees include Ukrainian President Zelensky and late NBA legend Bill Russell. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A man sentenced to prison for shooting Lady Gaga's dog walker. This report from the Associated Press. The Los Angeles District Attorney's Office says James Howard Jackson had pleaded no contest last year to attempted murder in a violent robbery in February 2021. Prosecutors say Jackson was part of a group driving around Los Angeles looking for valuable French bulldogs to steal. Authorities say they shot Ryan Fisher and stole the dogs he was walking, which coincidentally belonged to Lady Gaga. The dogs were returned by a woman who was also charged in the crime. I'm Margie Zaroleta. All right, we'll finish up with the Late Night Crew. Let's check in with Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. Hey, here's some good news for the holidays. Uh, after more than a year of record inflation, it looks like prices are finally starting to go down. So, so take that, annoying people who finished all their Christmas shopping in November. <laughs> uh, hey, Steve, get out of goblin mode over there. Okay. The Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS. For the first time, the Oxford English Dictionary allowed a public vote to decide the word of the year. The winning phrase was goblin mode. Now, who, who here knows what goblin mode means? Put your hands up if you know what it means. Good. I didn't either. Right? <laughs> Apparently, goblin mode is a slang term describing unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy or greedy behaviour which is a real slap in the face to all of the hard-working, law-abiding goblins out there <laughs> just trying to provide for their families, you know? I've got to say, nice try, Oxford English Dictionary. Young people still aren't going to buy your dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, it's, it's not eggnog. 
It's Mayo Nog. Yes, one more from James Corden. The mayonnaise brand Hellman's has got an interesting idea for your holiday entertaining. They're encouraging people to make eggnog this holiday season with mayo. <laughs> is the correct response, yes. <laughs> Their frozen mayo nog recipe swaps out the egg for mayonnaise. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I never, ever thought I would say this on this show. But maybe there really is a war on Christmas. <laughs> All right, that's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted. All right, at eight forty-three now, Stephen Ted in the morning. Uh, on the way, we've got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update this morning, and we'll be talking about the wind surge. The team uh, has been sold. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 8.49 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Wichita City Council to consider a half billion dollars in new bond money to help Textron Aviation expand, creating 500 new jobs. 13-year-old girl arrested after using a stun gun on a Wichita school employee. One. Wichita native actress Kirstie Alley has died of cancer at the age of 71. Two-time Emmy Award winner. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Well, actually things are looking fairly good out there. The traffic volumes are thinning a bit. Uh, we do still have uh, two stalled-out vehicles uh, pretty close to one another. North and southbound on I-135 right there at 21st Street North. Uh, this is affecting again. This is... Uh, Two different vehicles, and it's affecting north and southbound. So watch out for a slowdown there when traffic volumes are high. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 42 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cool tonight, the overnight low 30. For tomorrow, mostly cloudy again, a bit warmer tomorrow. Warming up to about 50 degrees for a high. Now a cloudy sky, north wind at 12 miles per hour and 32 degrees. Stocks are mostly lower in Asia after Wall Street pulled back as surprisingly strong economic reports highlighted the difficulty of the Federal Reserve's fight against inflation. U.S. futures gained and oil prices also advanced. The S&P fell 72 points Monday. The Dow uh, down 482 and the tech heavy Nasdaq gave up 221 points. Now this morning, the Dow is down 30 points. S&P down 11 and uh, the Nasdaq is off 75 points. Today marks the first ever U.S. auction of leases to develop commercial-scale floating wind farms in the deep waters off the West Coast. The live online auction for the five leases, three off California's Central Coast, two off its Northern Coast, has attracted strong interest. 43 companies from around the world. It marks America's first foray into floating wind turbines Auctions so far have been for ones that are anchored to the seafloor. And let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A helicopter with important ties to Wichita has won a contract from the U.S. Army. that could lead to more than 2,000 aircraft. The Army, late yesterday afternoon, selecting the V-280 Valor from the Bell Unit of Textron as the winner of its future long-range assault aircraft program. The contract win will likely be challenged by the opposing team of Lockheed Martin and Boeing. 
According to a report from Defense News, among those briefed at a roundtable yesterday by defense officials, the initial $1.3 billion contract is part of a program that could eventually be worth up to $70 billion. The Annex Group, an Indianapolis-based multifamily developer, plans to build a 240-unit affordable housing complex in East Wichita and will seek tax-exempt bonds from the city to help fund the project. Called Union at Purple Heart Trail, the complex will have two four-story buildings near the southeast corner of Douglas Avenue and 127th Street near the interchange for the Kansas Turnpike. K96 and Kellogg is expected to be a $49 million project, according to an agenda report for today's city council meeting. Wichita Wind Surge owners announcing yesterday the sale of the three-year-old minor league baseball franchise to a national company that operates 10 other franchises. What didn't sell, though, was the private development agreement around Riverfront Stadium that enabled team owners to develop the land after purchasing four acres for $4. Wichita Riverfront Limited Partnership and EPC Real Estate Group announcing in June a 155-room hotel to be built between the stadium and the Arkansas River on McLean Boulevard. However, construction has not started. Diamond Baseball Holdings was created a year ago to initially operate 10 minor league franchises at all levels, including teams in Oklahoma City, Des Moines, and Memphis. Wichita will be its 11th franchise. The sale was approved yesterday by Major League Baseball. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is National Pawnbrokers Day. Paying tribute to a profession that provides a valuable service to their clientele, those who are in need of cash funds and also those looking for a reasonably good deal seek the services of pawnbrokers. The word pawn is derived from the Latin word pignus, meaning pledge. The history of pawnbroking begins thousands of years ago in the West in ancient Greek and Roman empires and in the East over 3,000 years ago in China. Pawnbrokers. Ted, you ever seen the movie The Pawnbroker? You know, I have not. That's one I need to see. Rod Steiger's. Yeah, I need I to see. I think he may have gotten an Oscar. I think he may have. It's 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 good. It's 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 creepy. <laughs> it's a little deep. I've seen little snippets of it. I've never sat and watched yeah. the whole thing. I need to do that. The Pawnbroker. Eight fifty four. Heights. Also, this is uh, Saint Nicholas Day. Uh, this is the model for the modern day Santa Claus. A real person. Yeah. Known for selling all his possessions and giving his money to the poor. A bishop in Turkey long, long ago. The third century. Centuries ago. Raised as a devout Christian, St. Nicholas dedicated his whole life to serving the sick and the suffering. Truly a saint. That's a good model. Good role model for anybody. St. Nicholas Day. All right, Ted, uh, coming up on 8.55, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, uh, we're talking about, uh, they had a story this morning, Fox had a story about a We've got a lot of respiratory going around, a lot of mm-hmm. COVID and flu. Yep. Um, did you get a flu shot this year, or not? I have not. Uh, you, I, I need to. Yeah. Did you? Didn't you have one uh, after the COVID or not? Anyway. Yes. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Shelley and I both got ours. Oh gosh, it's been a month ago for us. We don't take any chances. So you might think about it if you haven't got one. We've got a Taco Bell Christmas cash giveaway coming up. Friday afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour, and I'm going to be at 21st and Ridge. Very good. At the Taco Bell, and some person coming from the drive-thru, we pick them pretty much at random, but somebody coming through that drive-thru, I'm just going to peek through the window there and give them $98 (laughs) in Christmas cash from Taco Bell. Boy, we have a lot of fun doing this every year. Coming up here on KNSS, the Glenn Beck Program, they're going to be talking about a Supreme Court uh, ruling with religious freedom in the case. That's on the way with Glenn Beck. 
Nine o'clock news, top of the hour this morning. Top story today, actress Kirstie Alley is dead at the age of 71. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lyons Show, and news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Now a cloudy sky and 32 degrees. My partners have told me I should get my knee replaced.